Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in. This is episode 147 of the Plug and Play podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me is always behind me, kind way, of off my right. Way back here. Hi, I'm... Welcome, minions. Yeah. And that's a little taste taste of our... Uh, tech talk. Tech talk later. Tech talk, tech talk. So, Tim, what have you been up to? Um, I took uh, my daughter's Steve Warner one. Okay. Which was really good. Um, I really enjoyed that a lot. It was good. Um, I didn't realize it was set in World War One. the whole movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that either. I did not know that. Um, like, there's a little tiny bit set in present time, but the rest is all flashback. Huh. Like, the whole movie. So, um, more of them to come? Uh, probably. I don't know the actress's name. Sorry, but she did an amazing job. Did she? She, she was wonderful, and she's awesome. That's cool. That's, like, the first DC movie that I've really enjoyed in a while. Nice. So, props to everyone involved. And my daughter loved it, and we went to the uh, theater I like a lot, the uh, Roseway. Oh, did you? On Sandy, yes. Nice. Kind of my favorite little theater. No shit. You go there quite often. I like it. Yeah. I just really do. Um, do you have free alcohol? No. Do you have alcohol? I don't know. Oh. I didn't. It was, the middle, it was the middle of the day, and I had to work, but they do have good popcorn. Nice. That's cool. And then uh, just today, I, um, I don't know if you can see this bruise. Holy shit. Had a day at the range. Put about 120 bullets downrange. Jesus. Um, sighting in my new uh, site that we might bring up on another tech talk another cool. day. Um, but yeah. Can you get it in? I think so. Pretty uh, accurate? Accurate enough? I made the mistake, I think, of sighting in too close and then I put it out to 75 feet or, th- yards. or 25 yards basically. Yeah. And then I went from there and I think it worked out a little better at that point. But, so um, it's 25 the furthest that they have? Yeah, that was all the way at the end of the range. Oh, wow. But, I mean, most people are firing pistols, so why would you want to shoot farther than that? I'm just glad that they let me... Yeah, I'm surprised they let you bring it. So there's this brand new range near where we live, and it's kind of cool the way it's set up. You go downstairs, so that actually cuts out a lot of the noise for people around. Um, It's all on the ground. That's cool. And they had a really cool setup where there was a keyboard to bring the target back and forth. Oh, that's cool. And it was really fast, like... Really? And it does this thing, too, when it gets to you. It spins around so you can see the back of the target. Oh, that's cool. And it's actually really helpful sometimes when you're checking out your spread. And Yeah. Oh, I'm hitting low to the left again. You yeah. Adjust that. That's cool. So that was fun. Um, first time there and with two targets. I don't know how long I was there. A little under an hour. It was like 17 bucks. It's not bad at all. It really wasn't. And I could have had another person on the lane with me. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, shit. Um, it was a good time. I haven't taken out my AR for a while. Um, I fired two two three and um, 
five, five, six. He shoots both? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. That's cool. Um, I think I will probably go with five, five, six if it's available from this point. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I Did you have to buy your ammo from them while nope. you're there? That was another cool thing. That took a magnet to it just to make sure it wasn't iron casings. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got, go ahead. That's cool. So they're really cool. Um, if you're in the Vancouver area, safe fire range is really nice. They have um, really good uh, training courses as well. Yeah. So. Um, I actually might want to take that for my AR since it's a platform I'm not as familiar with. Yeah. But I had a good time with the range. Sweet. Um, that's probably much the highlights of my week. It's Wonder Woman and Guns. What did you do to this week, Zach? I got abducted by aliens, Tim. Okay, what'd you really do? I mean, that's a good story. I got anal raped by aliens, Tim, with green mohawks. Was it fun? Sure. <laughs> green mohawks. Green mohawks. Cool. If they were anally raping you from behind, good sir, how could you tell that their mohawks were green? I could see them in the rearview mirror of their spacecraft. <laughs> okay. They had to make sure there's nobody behind them. I see. Yeah. Um, I packed. My office is getting bare. It was pretty bare last week, but yes, it's even There's more nothing bare. here anymore. The only thing I have left I'm in my just closet... I'm glad there's still a desk, honestly. The only thing left in my closet is the PS4 box and the Nintendo Switch box. Okay. So, and then, yeah, just some random shit on the walls that I'm probably just going to end up having to carry into the new house. But everything else is empty. All the VHS tapes are basically transferred now. That's cool. How many so, do you have, roughly? Uh, probably upwards of 40. Okay. So, but, anyways, that's what I did this week. More you know. Well, this is video game podcast, and sometimes we Wait! Play. What? Hold on. Something else you remember you did? Nope, never mind, I'm jumping the gun. You go for it. Okay. Um, so, I played some video games. Not that, Not that much, but... I had a really good time this week with Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you? I did. I even tweeted about it because, you know, when you have like a like a good play session, like hour or two, you just come to a natural place to stop. I wish and, I knew. And you go to bed. Okay, I'm just being a dick right now, rubbing it in. Um, I actually tweeted about it. I was like, you know, this is what I did. I felt productive. I felt product- productive playing a game. Like, I just found this. Okay, slight spoilers for Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I found this big town called Meridian, which is like the home of the Sun King, and uh, it's really built up. Like they have elevators and fairly good technology compared to like the tribal. Like basically, you live in like um, a pretty primitive tribe. You come from a tribe that's like just rough, like timbers and animal skins for houses, um, and this is like built up with stonework and. Um, woodwork and just actual buildings and anyway um, talking to some of the people there's lots of side quests as there often are in open world games but the side quests were written well like um, it wasn't just go fetch me this thing although it was go just fetch me this thing it, it was like a reason like I want to go mourn at this place but these monsters are swarming and I can't get, I can't get there when you go clear it for me hmm um, it's kind of annoying yeah, but it was like everything had a good story to it. Like okay. it was, it was satisfying to go on these little fetch quests because the there was enough writing and acting to make it, you know, kind of feel worth your while. Um, so I, you know, helped out these mourners, 
um, there was these two arguing merchants. It was hilarious. They both wanted different um, robot parts. They're like, no, get this part. No, get this part. And she's like, just finally tells him to shut up. And she storms off. <laughs> I, and then you choose. Like, you can choose which merchant you wanted to get their part. I ended up getting both. Um, but you don't have to. You could have you picked one. Um, so, yeah. I mean, still a lot of fighting. I cleared out a bandit camp. Um, I died several times just attacking it full frontal. Then I flanked it from the right and started picking people off with my sniper arrows. Okay. And then waiting in the bushes and throwing rocks and having them come over and investigate and then stabbing them in the guts. Gotcha. Like, bit by bit, like taking them out, being really patient. And that worked totally better. Um, so that was also satisfying. But I just had a really good hour and a half, two hours with Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, it was just very satisfying. So I just thought I'd mention that. And I played a little bit of Blaster Master Zero again with my son um, today, and that was not quite as satisfying because the save points are few and far between, and I think I was close to one, and then I died, which put me all the way to the beginning of the level, Ooh. and I've been playing for like 45 minutes, and I'm like, you know what, I'm kind of done with this right now. <laughs> no shit. And I tried to play the ARMS demo, and it didn't work. I don't know if that's because the game is out, and they like made the demo inactive now. So I wanted to show him arms, but I wasn't able to. We did play a tiny bit of Poyo Poyo Tetris, and my son didn't really get it. So if no one's going to play that game with me, I'm not going to buy it. This was also a demo. Okay. But I wish my wife would play with it, because she actually likes puzzle games. And she didn't try it at all? Nah, no interest. So I'm not probably not going to pick it up. No, you Yep. It's funny, though. Every time you start up the game, a different voice says, Sega! Sergo. Like, really? Like low voice. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of neat. Speaking of games, I got a game for you. What's a game? Alright guys, since I didn't play any games this week, we are going to go back and do a little game quiz. Because okay. you like to talk about video game consoles. Yeah. 1972, name the video game console. There's only one? Yep. In this particular year, yes there is. Odyssey? Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what do I win, Zach? We're not done yet. 75. Oh, come on, I can't win this forever. Um, shit, I don't know. Is that the Atari? I'll give it to you, yep. Is it the 2600 or something else? It's just the Atari Pong. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know those very well. I jumped in at, at 85. Okay, great, here we go. Uh, 86, name a console. It would probably be the Sega Master System yep. because uh, Nintendo well, was already up at that point. So I will basically... There's every single console. And if you get one in the year correct, I'll move up to present day. 18... Or 1989. 1889, Tim. Uh, Jenga. Jenga. Gotcha. That would <laughs> yeah, be correct. We played Jenga with railroad ties. Yep. <laughs> it was full analog. Uh, 1995? No, 1989. 89. Yep. Shit. Um, Sega Genesis? Yep. 1990. There's only one. Uh, Super Nintendo? Nope. Uh, Turbo Graphics, 16. Turbo Express? Is that the same thing? Turbo Express was the handheld version. Okay, so, so no. Turbo Express is 1990. 91. It gets messy from here on out. I'm not gonna. I've already failed out. We're still, but I have nothing else to add to this segment, so. Uh, it's, it's too early for the Sega Saturn. 91. Um, 
The sad thing is, is I've owned a majority of these consoles. I know, that's the reason why I thought this would be a good quiz. But I have dates, you, like dates, I don't, yeah. I'm not good at dates. Super Nintendo uh, Entertainment System. 91, okay, yep. that was earlier than CDI, that. Sega Game Gear. I had that. And... I had to have a giant battery pack, and this is before there was USB battery packs. It was like $80 for this thing that looked like a... It looked like a slug. It was rounded on both sides. It was the stupidest battery pack. Like, it had a belt clip on it. Nice. And then a long cord. But if you didn't have that, like the Game Gear was this huge machine with a color screen. Talking about the Sega Game Gear? Sega Game Gear. Yeah. And if you didn't have that battery pack, you had about 45 minutes of yeah. gameplay. It was ridiculous. I remember playing at the dentist's office. It had a couple good games, but man... It was basically a... It, it was a Sega Master System strapped to an LCD screen. It was a Sonic machine. Yeah. Um, they actually came out with an adapter, which I bought, which lets you plug, plug in, it into... Plug cartridges, Sega Master System oh cartridges, God. into the back. That's funny. It was funny. I had this... By the end, I had this contraption with a lens on it to magnify it, the Sega Master System thing in the back, and this battery pack. It looks like some kind of cyberpunk hell machine. Mm, Jesus... Alright, so what I'm going to do here now really quick is I'm going to run over some weird-ass consoles that have been released since 2000 and up that have made this. Game Park 32. Didn't get that one. Tapwave Zodiac. I haven't heard of that one. Engage. Oh, that was the phone. That was the phone, the flip thingy or whatever. GameStop was pushing that huge when it came out. Yes, it was. That was a piece of Uh, shit, too. Xavier. To change the games, you had to, like, open up the battery compartment or something ridiculous. I think so, yeah. Sorry, what was the next one? Xavia Export. Nope, no idea. Uh, Atari Flashback. That's one of those it's like, probably like these built-in TV. Yeah, ones it'd be like just a joystick with like an RGB. You would plug it in your TV. Um, have Twenty games on it. Gizmondo. Did that actually come out? Two thousand five. Okay, I thought that was vaporware. GP two X. No idea. PlayStation Portable. Yeah, okay. I have had two of those. I still have one. Atari Flashback two. No. Hyperscan. No idea. Hyperscan looks like the last really weird one, unless you want to. My call favorite it portable system um, that most people haven't heard of is okay. I can't, I can't remember the name of it. The Game Boy Advance Micro. Really Game cool. Game Boy Advance Micro. I. It holds a charge really well. It has a tiny screen. Is the only downfall. Huh. But it's color. It's it plays Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. And it's smaller. It's smaller than a um, Nintendo controller. Huh. Like it's like this big. That's crazy. It's really cool. That's super cool. I still have that. Nice. Um, I think zombie pinball is in it right now. Nice. So, this segues perfectly into our tech talk. We're finishing out Tim's weird consoles that you've never heard of. Dude, I literally just packed mine into a box. Yes. So, um, both of these are Kickstarter projects. And if you pan the screen over, you can see... Um, the screen you'll see when you boot up an Ouya, which is one of the most... You'll never see that again, by the way. Uh, yeah. By the way, thanks, Anthony, for giving me crap for getting this. He doesn't listen to this, or he would know that we're doing weird consoles. Um, so this is a controller. If you can hold it up, I'm too far away. Besides, he's in Canada. I think we built a wall. It's kind of a clunky controller. There's double-A batteries under the faceplate, which are currently dead, so I can't show you the system, unfortunately. Oh, double-A batteries? Uh, the big ones, whatever they are, yeah. 
I um, probably have some. I can show you that part at least. Um, you have to, yeah. It's a little, no, it's a crappy design. It is a crappy design. It should be in the back like every other manufacturer. Yeah. Um, the thing that this did allow was people had custom face plates. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird. There's only one battery on each side. Huh. Um, so that's the guts of it, if you want to hold them again. Yeah, I might have these batteries still unpacked somewhere. Well, if we find them, um, I'll, I'll play around with it after the break. We do a taste of treats and show you the, the games I consider worth owning on this system. And one of them we've talked about a lot. Um, I don't know if I have it currently loaded on the, on my Ouya, but... So Ouya is an Android-based system. It's basically a cell phone bait to do a console, um... When it came out, it was mid-spec as far as like what phones could do. Yeah. But today's phones can actually run more than this can. Okay. The cool thing about the Ouya is, if you can see my hand, I'm holding it up. It's like the size of a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, it's really small. Um, it was a cool idea. and They just I, hit it the market really bad. It successfully kick-started. They did somewhat marketing because I saw it at Targets and GameStops for a while. The problem was the games. The games, other than the four that I will show you later if we can, yeah, the games are shit. Like, cell phone garbage games. Like, just bad. Pocket Monsters. Just, no, just just shit. Like, mm. absolute garbage, mostly. And the Ouya tried. Um, they actually paid some developers to develop games, including... The, the one that we're going to talk the about. The one that we would talk about. But some companies actually took advantage of that because Ouya did not... Per, they didn't stop these developers from... Mm. Outsourcing to somebody else, also. Right, also launching on yeah. Steam. So people were sort of taking advantage of them. Yeah. Um, long story short, um, they went bankrupt and sold to Razer, I believe. I believe so. So there's like a part of. Uh, Razer has a gaming system and some TVs or monitors or something they tried for a little while, and it's based on the OUYA yeah. framework. And then the last one I'm going to show you is called the Ardu Boy. Um, and Which it's, is basically the Game Boy. It's an Arduino chip, which is kind of an all-in-one computer, um, smaller than a Raspberry Pi, and it's built into this little tiny framework. It looks like a Game Boy. It's got a little tiny screen. Um, it's just you know two colors, but it's got a decent gamepad. Um, it does I actually really enjoy mine? Um, for what it is, it's pretty freaking awesome. I, I wish there was more people tinkering around making games for it, um, but there are. A couple Although I'm yours is broken or something. That's not good. Why won't you let me play? You're pushing the right button. You're freaking me out. Oh, I'm stupid. Three okay. to level one. I can accept you being stupid. So that's Arty Boy, another success. I don't think I have this game. You should have this game. It's it's running and fighting some zombies. Like, yeah, I don't think I have this. Oh, we gotta hook you up with that. You'd actually play it if you had this one. Yeah. You're a little girl. You run from zombies, and you have a little gun. You can shoot them. And then you go and rescue people from zombies, and after you rescue three, you can escape the level. That's cool. It is cool. It's a fun little game. It's a perfect little... There's a little human over there. Help! Go get him. Get the fuck off, zombie! Fuck well, off, zombie! We've pretty much lost that, fuck so... Fuck off, zombie! We're gonna go take a break now, and when we come back, we'll have tasty treats in hand. Up, oh, game over. God damn it. Well, okay. There we go. Anyway, we'll be right back after this break. And we are back. Tasty treats in hand. So, Tim has something special, I have something special. 
I have from our friends over at Lewitt Brewing the War Tortoise Imperial Stout by Lewitt Brewing. Um, it's a 2016 barrel aged, um, 9.2 alcohol by volume. Um, 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 um. Oh, there it is. Guts, glory, grim, determination, appetite for destruction of a robust imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels with pronounced notes of bourbon, vanilla, hazelnut, and chocolate. So I've been holding on to this one for a while, guys. Um, about seven months now, eight months. Well, this way you won't have to move it. This way I won't have to move it. And we have two extra rare ones still in the fridge we're going to move, so. Must be you. Alright. How much uh, do you want? Like a half or a full? Um just like that much, if there's even that much left. That's good. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, Tim, so what are you drinking? Let's try this first. All right. Cheers. Mm. Huh, it's pretty smooth. Mm -hmm. It's actually really smooth. So, before I tell you, what I have exactly. We're going back to 1824. Let's read a story. This is a story. Alright, kids. Settle in. Settle in. It's time for a story of Tasty <laughs> Treats. This is a story of Glenn Levitt. Would you say this is a Tingle Tim Tasty Treats? This is Tingle, treat? T Tingle Tim's Story Hour. Okay. Get your blankies. Settle in. Don't forget your condoms. It's not that kind of story. Oh. All right, the Glenn Levitt story. Our story begins in Glenn Levitt, deep in the heart of Speyside. The ice melt waters and rugged wilderness of the valley constituted the perfect setting for distilling whiskey, far from the prying eyes of the law. Wait, where? You're not paying attention, are you? Sorry, it's time for Tingle Tim's story time. I Let's say, start over again. All right, let's start over. 1824, people. Alright, our story begins. Yep. And Glenn Levitt. Where the fuck's Glenn Levitt? I'm getting to that. You're right. like the worst kid ever. <laughs> okay, let's start over again. Alright. Glenn Levitt. Yep. Our story begins in Glenn Levitt, deep in the heart of Speyside. Don't ask me where Speyside is. The ice melt waters and rugged wilderness of the valley constituted the perfect setting for distilling whiskey, far from the prying eyes of the law. Adventurous farmer George Smith created an illicit whiskey, a dram of unparalleled smoothness. It became so famous that King George the Fourth demanded Glenn. Be in England somewhere then. To, no, he jumped ahead. Demanded Glenn Livet by name on a state visit to Scotland. Ah, oh, Jesus! I got in, kicked out of there in 1822. Huh. Two years later, he's awesome. Two years later after that, encouraged by this regal endorsement, in 1824, George Smith was granted a license to make his infamous whiskey legally. But the path to prosperity was far from smooth. Smith's, like his whiskey. 
<laughs> Smith's success made him unpopular with other illicit distillers. His life was threatened on more than one occasion, so he carried his trusty flintlock pistols wherever he went. Flintlock? You know how that was a long time ago. Yeah, if you wanted, like, multiple shots, you had to strap, like, like Multiple six, fucking guns like, on you. you. You get one shot, and that's it. Um, yeah. Granted, that shot is, like, this big, and it'll put a hole the size of it. And went left, right, up, and down. You, you had no control over where it went. This is true. You want to pretty much put it up next to him. All right, so his life was threatened on more than one occasion, so he carried his trusted flintlock pistols wherever he went. His celebrated dram was often copied, but never equaled. In 1884, after years of legal wrangling, Smith's whiskey was awarded the distinction of becoming the Glen Levitt. The distinctive, the, the definitive Speyside single malt Scotch whiskey, setting the standards for all those who followed. So he, he got to, you know, name it after the region. That's pretty cool. Join us as a guardian of the Glen Levitt and lock the secrets of its rich heritage drop by drop. Enjoy uh, tastings, connoisseur events, and exclusive blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's the story of Glen Levitt. All right, today I am uh, celebrating uh, E3 with a French Oak Reserve 15-year single malt scotch. So this is... You're talking about games. What's what happened 15 years ago? you have that article on your phone still? What happened in uh, 2002? That, w- that would be uh, the year that this was put into oak barrels to age until I cracked this bottle and poured it into my glass. 15 years ago. This has not seen air until just now. Smells really good. You have so. That's really fucking smooth. Alright, so what year are we looking for again? That is ridiculously smooth. 2002. 2002. Well, nothing came. No game consoles came out in 2002. Damn it. Oh well. But that's a long time ago. Like, that was right after the World Trade Center fell down. Yes. We were, um... Yeah. It was a different world back then. It was... Yeah, TSA was... Matrix was a big movie two years ago or a year ago. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else was in that period, but yeah. That's when this was made. And now, to my lips. The Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind was released in 2002. Battlefield 1942. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Tom Clancy's original Splinter Cell. The original Mafia game, which I fucking loved. Age of Mythology, Warcraft 3, The Legend of Zelda, Wind Waker. Nice. Metroid Prime for the GameCube. That was a good year for games, actually. It actually was a, a really good game. Um, we're not done yet. NBA Live 2003 came out. Spider-Man, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Time Splitters 2. Sorry, an idea. Um, speaking of Mafia. Yes. We have a code for... Oh, shit, we do. Mafia 3. Just, hold on. Super Mario Sunshine is out that year also. I had mixed feelings about that game. Um, I never played it, so... It's not my favorite. It's not bad, it's just not my favorite. So, if you're listening to this and you'd like a code for a season pass for Mafia 3 for PlayStation 4, only for PlayStation 4, it won't work on Steam or Xbox, um, they just released... Uh, they the, just released, I think, the, like the big story part of the one I want with the CIA agent yeah. that just passed. The cool one. I actually go and play that. Um, anyway, it's worth thirty dollars. Yep. 
uh, season pass, PlayStation 4. First person to tweet us the word Glenn Levitt. Um, and please, you know, have a PlayStation 4 and a copy of Mafia 3. This yeah. really doesn't do you any good. Exactly. But Jessica, if you're listening, you said you wanted some DLC. This is your Ooh. chance. We'll see if you uh, actually listen to the show. Might have to give her a heads up on that. I'd be like, hey, just, you know, around the, like, 35-minute mark <laughs> on episode 149. So anyway, seven. I think we did really well with our taste treats this week. Like, we, so. We've kind of outdone ourselves. They're both really good. These are really good. So. Yes. Before we get any further, uh, going back to our um, tech talk, we actually got it to work on, like, last week. All right. I didn't know you were going with that. That's where I'm going with that for yeah, the moment. cool. So if you will pan the camera, and for those of you listening only, I will kind of describe... These are what I have chosen to keep on my Ouya. Never Ending Nightmares, which is a tale of horror, hand-drawn, um, a lot of crosshatch. Um, like, if you look at a dollar bill, how, you know, that's um, illustrated with, like, the lines going back and forth. That's what the game looks like. And it's a game about darkness and terror and waking up and re... And, like, like the nightmare repeats, but it's slightly different every time. Um... I think I have that. I never finished it. It's a pretty short game, right? It's a pretty short game. It's definitely a kind of a window into like anxiety and mental illness it's and depression. The sister. Yeah, it's there's some creepy stuff in it. Like it's generally disturbing. It's a good horror game. Um, never any nightmares. I backed it on Kickstarter. I got it on my Ouya. Uh, It'll do is a charming little adventure. Very. It looks really cute. It's cute. I can't believe I just said that. Totally a Zelda ripoff. Is it? There's uh, it'll do two out there now too. I don't. I haven't played that yet. Huh. Um, then we've got Broken Age, um, which was I also backed on Kickstarter. Um, it's also on Steam. There are also one of the companies that yeah, you can play. Who, yeah. I have it on my Vita too. I have actually multiple because of um, humble bundles and stuff. Oh, nice. I think I have it three times over now. Um, but I do have it on my Ouya. It's a good game um, from. Drawing a blank for the company now. Um, does it actually like? Does it like actually like, play decent on the Ouya? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, cool. It plays fine. Um, it takes a little while to load up the UI. Wait, why do you have Never Ending Nightmare twice? Oh, your favorites, and then okay. Yeah, yeah, and then that Dragon Cancer, um, which was originally developed for the Ouya. Um, it's won quite a few awards. Awards, and people like forget at this point that that's the original. Yeah. Let's boot it up really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah let's get depressed just, real quick. No, I'm just saying, let's just, just so you can see a game actually yeah. running on the Ouya. Um, I love this game, by the way. And I guess I shouldn't say I love this game. I love. So you guys should notice it's a long load time. And sorry, it's probably pretty loud for. That is, and I don't know how to turn it down. But, uh. This is kind of like the perfect pairing right here because they were both kickstarted. Um. That's very true. So, I don't know. I'm going to keep this machine around just for that. Can you not continue because there's no internet? Um. You can't verify your purchase. You can't continue. Interesting. Um, I don't have your Wi-Fi programmed in here. Oh, true. Gotcha. I think I'd be fine. But that's that's a good point. Like, at some point, will I lose that? <laughs> I don't know. Let's try another game, actually, then. If I can back out of this. So anyway, that's the Ouya. I huh. sort of proved that it kind of runs. Um, we should move on to more exciting new games. Um, we're going to skip our kick it this week because this week is E3. Kick it, kick it. 
So um, if you're an avid gamer, you've probably already been watching um, a lot of the conferences from different companies, but I think we should go over it really quick. Probably starting with EA. Uh, sure. Um, a lot of sports titles. Uh, yeah. Which you are into, uh, not so much. There was Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront 2. There was. Um, um, also, the DLC, which includes Finn, Phasma, will be free. Okay. Which I, know I was that. hoping they'd show the other Star Wars project, the one that... The 1980-whatever, or whatever, the 1890... Whatever project that one lady left um, Uncharted to do. Uh, yeah, that's still, still a ways out. I was hoping they'd show something, but they didn't. Um, what else did they show? Need for Speed? That they, excites you. Yep, Need for Speed Payback gets E3 trailer, so it looks like a Fast and Furious, which is like... It's totally Fast and Furious. Totally is. Which is like, finally they're embracing it, because for so long, like before Fast and Furious came out, that's where Need for Speed was. Mm-hmm. And then when Fast and Furious came out, they like, for some reason, decided they need to get away from that aspect of it. And that's like, cool. do like weird, like, circuit racing and a bunch of bullshit. Now they're back on it. I'm pretty excited. It's actually offline, so you can actually fucking own it and not have to be online playing with other people. Uh, after our recent experience with Ouya and Siftio, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, I'm excited for that. Um, Bioware's new IP. You want to take that one over? Uh, so, yeah. A lot of... Before E3, there was some uh, trailers for Destiny and Destiny 2, more specifically... This game is eating Destiny's lunch. Um, it was like, oh, you got... We've known before E3 that Bioware... You've got pepperoni pizza, and I've got a cheese sandwich, so I'm going to take your fucking pizza. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> I've got a Supreme pizza with all the toppings. That's gotcha. A better, that's a better that's... Now. You've just got pepperoni. Yeah. I've got fucking salami. There we go. I've that's... got ground beef. i got sausage. i got two kinds of sausage. And a naked lady. Yeah, delivering the pizza. Yeah. So what you got? You got the fat, like, Domino's like Fat Pizza Hut, dude. Uh, sorry to all you Domino's delivery drivers. And love I'm not sorry for the Pizza Hut people, so... Fair. Anyway, Anthem is developed by BioWare, which is owned by EA, and this is their project that they've been talking... Or We know that they've been working on a new IP for a while, and they finally revealed it. And it is set... It's very much like Destiny. It's set... Um, in a um, armored, armed uh, or walled city, um, there's some unknown threat, and uh, warriors dispatch from it and go out and fight something. So you think they're gonna like make this tie in between drag or not Dragon Age because they didn't do Dragon Age? You think that's gonna make them tie in between uh, Mass Effect and the Elder Scrolls series? I mean, there's sort of a Mass Effect look to it. Like, but like, do you think like they're gonna like mention? I don't know the series. They're gonna be like. We traveled this other planet. I didn't see any alien races in the in the trailer. There was some giant robot things, okay. and there was I didn't see alien races though. That was a big part of Mass Effect. Yeah. All these aliens, but the cool thing is, you strap into these exosuits, which look badass. Mm-hmm. Like they have like these helmets that like. Seen Avatar? Go for it. Yeah. Um, or seen Destiny? Done. Makes, Except for it's way more customized. It looks every bad. single f- fucking person. We got a trailer, don't we? Yeah, we do. Want to play it? Yeah, we can. Well, let's just okay. For those of you uh, on YouTube, you can just watch it. Hi, I'm John Warner, game director for Anthem. 
seriously. Listen, there's trouble. Big trouble. What did you do? <sighs> I made a mistake. I hired some people. They weren't freelancers. I know. They said they could handle it, and the price was right. I thought maybe. Unbelievable. You're right. It was stupid. I'm sorry. But they're still out there, somewhere. If you could just bring them back. Anything you need. I'll get to it tomorrow. All right. In the world of Anthem, you and your friends are freelancers. The heroes who leave the safety of the walls of Fort Tarsus to explore the unknown and protect humanity. Let's join two players as they head out on an expedition. Hey, Paul. You ready to go? We're just grabbing some supplies. Just about ready. What are you going to use today? I decided to go with the Colossus. I'm going to use my Ranger. Try out some new upgrades. Exosuits we call javelins. These suits give players superhuman capabilities and are heavily customizable so they look and play how you want. Bam! Looking good. Nice, you've got a mortar equipped. Yeah, I got it on the weekend. You lead the way, I'll follow. This is a vast open world you explore with your friends. Each Javelin exosuit has its own unique playstyle. The Ranger is balanced and all purpose, while the Colossus is a tanking powerhouse. Alright, let's see what's up here. The world of Anthem is hostile, and threats can come from any direction. It's a dynamic world where the unexpected is around every corner. Sure, we want to use all our supplies on this guy. Yeah, he seems like a problem for another day. We're getting some fire from up ahead. I'll go low. You flank.
can equip your Javelin exosuit with gear that brings devastating power to combat. Scars have a heavy. Have time to use that mortar. Give me some covering fire. There's a bunch more coming in. Okay, I'll get this round. Shaper stories are dynamic and pull you off the beaten path with the promise of new stories to discover. Oh, Shaper Starman coming. Okay, actually, let's get some more people. Hold on a sec. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, what's happening? I'm right behind you. Storm is getting crazy. So what are we supposed to do? Fly into it? All right, let's do this. See you on the other side. Our story is out there. I just saw it. Hey, that dude just got the fucking thing. They jumped off the edge of the city, and their jets fired, and they were, like, swooping through these canyons. And like, But then he literally just got the fucking rocket launcher last weekend, dude. Like, and then, well, he got to use it. Yeah. So. I mean, he got a new toy when he used it, right? Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's the cool shit that, like, you never would have seen in Destiny. She's like, oh, by looking at you, I fucking know you have this Destiny's now. all about collecting pieces of light armor and all these different shaders and colors. It's just colors for uniform. It's like... I don't fucking know. It's I a bunch of bullshit. I think one of them's glittery, like a vampire and, Oh, like, and you can unlock dance moves, too. In, in the Anthem? No, in Dance Destiny. No, I think you have to buy those. Yeah, I... Loot boxes, baby. I, I dipped out of Destiny pretty early. This looks way better. This is going to eat Destiny's lunch. Oh, it's definitely going if to. If you're Activision... I think I actually might buy this. If you're Activision, you're shitting bricks right now. Yeah, they were like, E3, uh... Like, can we well, fucking pack up and well, go Well, at least we still got Call of Duty. Yeah, can we fucking go now, or... Are we good? We're done here. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to mention about EA? Um... Hold on. Battlefield 1. Um... Oh, yeah. Uh, platinum content, yep. content. FIFA 18 is going to be coming out, guys, and they are bringing back... Oh, fuck. What the hell's his name? Hold on. Well, it's going to be for Switch, too. That's, I don't know if we knew that Yeah. Before. I knew it was coming to Switch. Not... It's... Okay, so it's coming to Switch, but they're building it on... La... 
It's weird. Switch isn't getting the same treatment as what the other consoles. What is the Switch getting, do you know? Last year's. Okay, well, I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, it's decent. Um, you can play FIFA anywhere. 18, their deepest portable game ever. Is it Snow something? Does they have a Snow something engine? They might. Um, Switch output at 110p and displayed at 720p in handheld mode. I think they meant. Well, meant I watched the video of it, and it looked pretty nice for a Switch game. Just it to, did, um, and it looked good. I think that it doesn't have the story mode. Oh, okay. In Switch mode, That's too bad. or Switch, um, which kind of sucks. Um, I'm trying well, to. I want to move to Xbox though. No, just hold on, hold on. No, this is sports. We're not done here yet. Madden NFL 18. I don't have a whole shitload of games for the PS4, but I might have to buy this just because of this fucking thing called The Longest Shot. That sounds like a game you'd, the want, to play a, you'd want to play on the couch. Yeah. So, Madden 18 is finally bringing the NBA 2K uh, to their fucking things. I mean, they finally figured out that people want to fucking play career mode that actually has a story. They want, like, a drama. Like, yeah. why do I care about this player? Yeah, why? Why? Oh, my dad just slit his throat and, like, killed himself, and, like, you should I'm never so depressed. Games. I covered your career at the University of Texas. Where'd you disappear to? Today is the day that we put Mathis on the NFL map. Long shot from the depths of the unknown. It's being drafted by an NFL team. All the eyes on you. This is stopping from hightailing again. This Let me ask you something. Why are you here? Because football's my life. My father used to say, when the world knocks you down, get back up again. Wait is miles behind. Long shot. You're going to get hit today. You're not the only one trying to get drafted. No man, forget you. Forget you. This time around. Devin Wade at the line for the final play of the game. It's the biggest moment of your life. Let's go out there and prove to the world that we belong. <laughs> you should never decide. That's probably a very good point. Well, I mean, I can make a horror game. Okay, fair. I, mean, I can work... Oh, I can work with a... Um, I showed you a, a game that you'd probably like to play. We'll get to it at some point. Yeah, yeah. I could work with the uh, dude who does Metal Gear Solid. I mean, he could come with some really fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to see what you and Kojima would come up see? with. See? We could do it. Tentacles but, everywhere. Yep. Exa- well, yeah, come through your eyes and, like, choking a baby. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, All right. Sounds good. So where are we going now from Microsoft. here? Microsoft. Um, I don't even know how to get there, honestly. Well, let's just go to the biggest news story first. They well, find- I don't fucking see that. You're on the wrong goddamn page. Yeah, but how do I get to it? Go back. This is the one you sent me. No, it's not. Okay, uh-huh. go down, go down, 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 down. Nope, Microsoft. We're good. You're hopeless. Um, so they showed a lot of games. Um, some were exclusive, some weren't. Um, they showed Assassin's Creed. They showed us Project Scorpio. They did. I'm getting to that. Oh, goddamn. Showed us Assassin's Creed. Um, Wait, what about Assassin's Creed? I didn't see this. I, like, literally shut it off when they mentioned Forza. 
Well, they just—they were the first people to show Assassin's Creed Origins, which is set in Egypt, and it looks cool. Does it? It does, um, but it was also ships. Sh- uh, Some kind of ships. No. no, no, they're thinking of Skull and Bones. That's, oh, that's a, that's the Ubisoft conference. Okay, never mind. I mean, there's like Watercraft, but it's not all about ships. Anyway, oh, I know what you're thinking about. Um, no, I'm not talking about the VR game. No, no, there's a game that is coming on Xbox. that's about the ocean and ships and stuff. Hmm. Um, further down. Um, anyway, the big news, like we said, was the Scorpio, what the actual name was, which I had a huge issue with. I'm not going to repeat the joke that I've said, like, multiple times, but the X name of... Xbox One X. That's the name Fox of the system. Xbox One no, X. I wasn't going to do it. X, the name Fox of the system is Xbox One Fox X. Xbox One X. And it plays 4K. It's uh, very Xbox small. Xbox One It looks like good Xbox hardware, but it's 500 bucks. What? It is 499 they didn't say that at the start of the show because when I was there when they announced the name of it, I did not hear the price. Four ninety nine. I mean, that's not terrible. If you're thinking like gaming PC, no. If you're thinking console, you're still no. What PS four drop at? They dropped at what five ninety nine? PS three. No PS four. PS three. PS four was what? It was at least four ninety nine. No. Hold on. You go look it up. Look at the launch price of PS4. But right now, the PS4 Pro is $399. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, when the Xbox One X finally actually comes out to market, it'll be $349. <laughs> okay, so it, it it dropped at $399. The original so, PlayStation yeah, 4? Yeah. Okay. So $399. But huh. Xbox One X is $499. I mean, it does have all these teraflops and it does. gigaflops. I mean, there's, it's flopping all over the place. <laughs> it's the strong. It will be the strongest Xbox console on the market. Xbox One. Xbox One. Um, so they also showed Crackdown Three, and um, they have a release date for that Cuphead game that some indie people are all swooning over. Cuphead game. Cuphead. It's that weird um, cartoon one. You just you learn right there. Yeah. Um, you you won't play it ever. Um. So yeah, I, I know that neither of us are really into the Xbox wheelhouse. Did you have any thoughts on the Xbox One X? I went over it, by the way, in like excruciating detail with Q. You can check that out on the Bud Smashers YouTube channel um, if you want to hear all of my thoughts about it. But I feel like I'm treading over old ground, so I'm just curious if you have any thoughts about the Xbox One X. I think it's cool. Um, so neither one of us has an Xbox. No. I have had Xbox consoles though. Oh yeah, I've had. I've had yeah, I know I've you had, have two. I've had three Xbox 360s. I've had I still four. have one of them. I've had three in 24 hours. Damn. Yeah. I, still have, I have an bro. Xbox. I have Xbox 360 still in my possession. I don't have any in my possession. Um, but I will say that I'm glad that they're finally back in the fucking running for a powerful console and like giving PlayStation something to fucking bounce off of because they will be more powerful um the the thing that pisses me off is everybody's getting into like the PC aspect of it without being a PC it's fucking stupid because Xbox One X is what they're calling a half generation jump PS4 Pro is a half-generation jump. But they're not doing anything that's leaving the previous console behind. Well, they did launch some services along with it. Um, one of them being Mixer, what which the is... fuck is Mixer? 
It's Microsoft's lame attempt at Twitch. No, that's fucking stupid. Never mind. Um, they also have... I, I need you to click on this link. I will not be able to describe okay, it. Okay, where is it? Um... I need to go up, I need to go down. Down? Down. Nemesis. Oh, wait. Come on, Cuphead. Um, it's, a, it's a mod service, basically. Um, while I'm looking for that, I will mention that they are going to make Minecraft integrated across all systems, so all Minecraft players can play together. Except for on Sony. Yeah, but I'm talking, like, Windows Mobile. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Apple, um, everybody. Where am I going? I can't it's see Bethesda. it. What I, are you looking for? It's their mod service. I can't remember the name of it. There's going to be a mod service, basically, for Xbox. That's all I wanted to get at. Mod so service? Yeah. Which, you know, is closer to what you're talking about for PC. Well, kind of, except for the fact that, like, on PC, if you're doing... Generation jumps, um, basically going from like the 680 or whatever graphics card that I gave you. Sea of you, Thieves, by the way, is the game that is um, involving uh, ships. Yeah, that's not the game I was thinking of. I thought I heard Assassin's Creed um, was going back to boats. Um, have I mentioned I've been at work all week long? This yeah, you missed all shit? of these. Yeah. Well, let's move on from Microsoft. All right, let's get we, out of here. We, we're trying to cover it. We honestly don't care. Yeah, I mean... We've been criticized for not caring about Microsoft, but you know what? It's Microsoft's job to make us care. Yeah, it's not my job to care about Microsoft. They need to give me a reason to care. So Ubisoft gave me things nope, to care Bethesda. about. Bethesda. I want to skip to Ubisoft. No, Bethesda. All right, fine. Well, fine. We can go to fucking Ubisoft. We're going to come back up to Bethesda. Okay, Ubisoft. All right. So... Nobody gives a shit. No, they had some good stuff. All right, what they have? Mario, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle looks insane. It just looks nuts. Just fucking what? Um, you continue talking, good sir. God damn, we need. See, this is the reason why I need two monitors. Well, you can hook it up now. I don't care. I'd have to restart my computer for it to start up and the whole thing. Whole thing. Um, what the fuck is, am I looking at here? It's, it's loading. It's rabid characters dressed up as Mario characters. It's they all still have, loading. And they all have guns, and it's XCOM. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And it's a broken link. Miyamoto came out on Miyamoto. stage. Miyamoto. Miyamoto, sorry, came out on stage with a plastic gun, and everybody cheered and lost their shit. So that was a cool Ubisoft press moment. Okay, so can I just say that VG247.com right now has broken links to all their fucking images? That's too bad. So... Well, moving on. So, no, no, hold on. I'm like, is this like an adventure game, like RPG? No, it's like a battlefield. Like, you move, you oh, shoot, fuck you me. get covered. That's what the next Mario game's gonna be? No. Mario Odyssey is a complete... This is an Ubisoft game. This is really weird. Ubisoft is make, has is getting a license for Mario. I don't and like this, Tim. This is a strange Tim, thing. Tim, I don't like this. I'm not asking you to, but I'm just acknowledging that this is a weird moment. So this is like Plants vs. Zombies Mario. Kind of. It's really much more like XCOM. I guess you haven't played XCOM. I haven't played XCOM. Um, this looks fucking stupid. <laughs> Nintendo, what the f... This better be coming to PlayStation 4. I'm just saying. I have no reason. It should. Should. 
Actually, no, it won't. It's only going to be on Switch, isn't it? It is. It's 100% Switch because it's Mario, but it should be on PlayStation. All right, so they also showed Far Cry 5, which you talked about before. Um, I'm South, super fucking excited for that game. They showed South so Park like, The Fractured Butthole, which I just need to say because it's a fun title. They also showed, though, a mobile game. So, okay, I got a question for you. Sure. So, I played the original South Park game. Stick of Truth. Stick of Truth. Up to the very final boss and got fucking fed up trying to beat him and I okay. quit. Okay. Does that mean I should not buy the fractured butthole? I enjoyed the rest of the game, but the final boss boss sucked. I think you should buy the next game, but you got all the way to the end of the game almost. Yeah, I mean, it's literally the last boss. No, I think... Come on. You saw... We've, we stuck farts into our face. We we had got shitted on, literally. If you should look up our YouTube channel at... Uh, oh my god, that smell... The, I can... The nauseous... I can smell it now. The nauseous rift. Like, you're going to walk away from that investment oh that we god. made. Oh my god. But that as was I was bad. saying, besides the fractured butthole, they are also releasing a mobile game called uh, Phone Destroyer. What the fuck is Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones, since you're jumping around. Skull and Bones is basically um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, just the, the pirate part made into a game. It's all. This is what I was talking about. Okay, so Ubisoft is making a game all about pirates. It's, it's if you've played Black Flag, you've seen a lot of this game. But I've they, never played it. But they added a lot more. Like it's okay. really intense, like naval combat with pirates. Hmm. Okay. So Sorry. That um, looks pretty cool. It does. Um, they also had a trailer for The Crew Two, which looked interesting. I don't know what the. I'm confused about what that game is because you're like flying one minute, then you're driving a car, and then you're driving. Wait, the crew? Yeah, the crew too. The crew was like all about racing across like the United States and just like finding cool shit to do. And I did the I did the uh, alpha and beta for them, and I found it extremely it fucking. Am- it looked amazing, but like the trailer was just confusing because like you're like jumping from plane. And there's like motorbikes jumping over planes, and I literally think the only people like that an, understand it is the people who played the crew and actually got into it. It looked like an X Games wet dream, is what yeah. it looked like. No, um, jizz all over the place. Pretty much. So, uh, did you check about this? No, I was saving that okay. for the last. I was making sure there's nothing else to talk about for. I mean, Assassin's Creed is charging eight hundred dollars. Yeah, there's a special edition for eight hundred dollars, which is hilarious. Get you everything though, right? Yeah, and you get a really cool statue. And it is a really cool statue. I don't know if it's $800 cool, but it's a really cool statue. But what got me totally pumped and excited was... What, what the fuck is South Park Phone Destroyer? I told you about this. Pay attention. It's the it's the cell phone game. Oh, sorry. You're not even listening at this point. Apparently if you're not. not listening, how am I expecting the listeners to listen? <laughs> All right, we're going to move faster. Probably, we've lost Zach's attention. They're this probably point. better than me. Don't worry about it. Okay, so... What got me actually excited, yelling, actually jumping out of my chair was the Which last... Which is funny because I've never heard of this game before in my life. Of course you haven't. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is actually, well, according to them, they the thing that I will say is this was all like pre-rendered like cutscene kind of footage. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if this game actually exists, which would just be cruel at this point. But Beyond Good and Evil came out like way back, like original Xbox era. I think it was a GameCube game. Jesus Christ. Um, no wonder I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah, anyway, it's a good game, and people have been hoping and praying for a sequel forever, and it got announced. In so this is like the uh, Last Guardian. Pretty much, yeah. Very comparable to that. Um, but people, this was like a long shot. Like, 
people with E3 predictions, some people were actually predicting this, but people were like, no, there's no way, it's not going to happen. And it happened. And so I'm going to go ahead and play this as my one trailer that got me pumped for E3. Play that now. you got to admit, that looks pretty cool. Looks cool. Wait, I didn't know, didn't know we were playing trailers. I already talked about mine. Yeah, we played it, remember? No. Yes, we did. Okay, cool. <laughs> you uh, you are really enjoying your beer, aren't you? I am fucking exhausted. This okay, week. I promise you we go back to Bethesda, so let's go back to Bethesda. Alright, let's go back up. They're doing some VR stuff. They are, and... So, would you go back to Fallout in VR? I would. Okay. Just for fun, but I don't think it's, it's not coming to Oculus. It's only Vive. I believe so. See, I, I'm bummed because I have PSVR and it's not coming to that either. Um, it has not been announced for that, at least. Let's double check this. No, one. I did. It has not been announced. It's only going to Vive, right? That's been announced, yes. Yeah. So you play, I the, whole, can you almost... can play the whole game as it. I mean, they've tweaked it a little bit, obviously, for VR, but you yeah. play the whole game in VR. I would almost. I, I bet you two beers from Lewitt that uh, it's not going to come to Oculus ever because Zenimax, the creator of Fallout, is the one suing Oculus over trade rights. Oh, that's right. So I guarantee you it would come to PS4 before it comes to Oculus. Very good point. So. Uh, They're also releasing a Doom PR game, which... If we had the opportunity to check that out. We did. At last year's PAX, I had the choice between saying, Fallout I've or played, Doom. I've played Doom. Yeah. And you are jumping around, and I cannot think of a better vomit comment than playing Doom VR. Unreal Tournament 2014. Oh, okay, fair point. 2004. That would be just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did offer us to play it, but A, do, having Fallout. monsters coming fucking... Yeah, I played Fallout 2, and it fucking glitched the shit out. It was very glitchy, yeah. but it did work. Sort it did. Of. You can, um, you can pick up a gun and shoot things. Yeah, I picked up a rocket launcher, I fucked up the whole entire system, and that's all I had. <laughs> so, um, Dishonored 2, Skyrim. Dishonored is, expansion called uh, Death of the Outsiders. The Outsiders is the character that gives everybody their powers. Okay. And so, a game about killing the Outsiders is kind of a big deal. Okay. So, it's kind of cool. Haven't played Darksiders or Dishonored before, so. But I did do the Dishonored thing last year. Got on the fucking boat, and the homeless dude like yelled at me and stuff. So I'm gonna mention this here, although it wasn't mentioned at the um, Bethesda conference. It was actually mentioned later at the Nintendo conference. Elder Scrolls um, oh. Skyrim is coming to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation VR. In mobile boards? Uh, they're putting it on everything apparently, but. I was thinking, like, what would I rather play if I was going to play Skyrim again? And I'm not even sure that I would. Would I rather play it on my Switch or in PlayStation VR? That's tough. I personally would choose Switch. I would as well. I thought about it long and hard, though. Because I know that with your PSVR, I can only wear it for what? I think on my Max, it was like 20 minutes before I was like, I gotta take this off. Right, and that would not work out. No. Plus, it'd be cool to play Skyrim in weird locations. And on top of that, if you scan in the Link Breath of the Wild amiibo, you get the Link outfit, Master Sword, and Hyrule Shield. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, Anything else for Bethesda? Quake Champions. I was pretty fucking stoked about this. My wife was like, what the fuck is this nerd shit? And I was like, dude, this is like... Like all these nerds chanting for people at keyboards. 
Yeah, and like it was like it was cool. My favorite part of that was like when the um, person jumped up from their gaming chair after beating someone yeah. else, and they made like the quick symbol with their arms. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> fucking cool. I don't know. It just like it brings me back to like a weird like nostalgia point. Like when I started like first getting into like major PC was like right around like the Quake Unreal Tournament like uh, era, and uh, seeing this again was just like. This is fucking cool. But then they dropped the the max jackpot's going to be 1 million dollars. Fucking the like lowest team in Dota gets a million dollars. Like the winning team in Dota is usually get like this is 10 a million dollars or something. one person, right? No, it's like four person team. Oh, really? Yeah, Quite I believe so. Okay. I didn't know that. I thought it was individual. I'd, Believe it was. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't. Know. I mean, I could be wrong. It for well, let's put it this way: from the video, they had four people sitting on on one side and four people sitting on the other side. So I'm assuming it's some sort of team death match. Um, I know Quake you could go one on one, but it uh, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was cool for me to watch that. I was excited. So oh, okay, so I was wrong about Microsoft. It's actually Bethesda that has a creation club which brings paid mods to PCs and consoles. Wait, what? They're gonna launch a service where you can have paid mods. Where the fuck are you seeing this? Uh, right, up, 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 up there. Um, but you can look into that later. The only only other two things I want to mention for Bethesda: um, Evil Dead. Not Evil Dead. The Evil Within uh, 2 trailer was shown. Oh, shit. That that means they're probably going to be back at PAX again this year. And they had a fucking creepy thing we missed the first year. Remember that? Yeah. Um, and then Wolfenstein 2, we've seen some stuff before, but they showed more of it, and it looks really good. Cool. So that's it for uh, Bethesda as far as what we want to talk about. So Sony, I didn't mention this earlier as far as things I did for the week, but I actually went to a theater and watched a simulcast of the uh, Sony press coverage. And it was different this year. It was weird. There was only one presenter, and he spoke for probably a total of four minutes. Like, he came out, he said, this is all the things we've done this year. It's really cool. And then he stepped aside, and like it was just trailer, 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 trailer. Then he came back in, like, ten minutes before the end and said, like, a couple things. And then, like, usually Sony presentations, there's, like... Well done. Usually. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of present presenters and jokes yeah. and like there was none of that. So it was weird. It was, before we get into Sony, I want to ask you like from sure. a Sony like fan. Sure, which I am. Were you like really underwhelmed this year? Because like I've heard like Sony's just like kicked ass the past like two E threes. I was. And this year it seems like they completely like I was dropped the ball in Nintendo. I've heard a lot of people say Nintendo did better than Sony, which is, like, something crazy. I never there thought was really again. only one thing that I was surprised by and delighted by. Um, but, like, even the presentation, like, was, like, subpar. It was muted. It was strange. It was yeah. just oddly muted. It was not their normal style. They're usually... Like, Ubisoft has been pretty consistent about being kind of... They had dancers out at yeah, one point. Yeah, fucking moves. weird shit. Or, or, or. Yeah. They always do weird shit. Um, Sony usually does like a grand production, and they had some of that. Um, like, they had, they did have last year. They had the orchestra, right? They started with um, some, I think, Indian music okay. that went into the Uncharted Lost Legacy trailer, Wait, what and the that fuck was is, cool. What the fuck is that? 
Um, it's like DLC. I believe oh, it's just. Jesus it might be a standalone game, but it's, oh Jesus! It's, it's an Uncharted adventure with a different hero than Nathan Drake because the Nathan Drake story is done. I have some African American chick. Go back. Um, so they showed that. They also showed Horizon Zero Dawn a DLC or expansion. Um, all the Frozen North. I think you like Skyrim of Horizon Zero Dawn. Awesome. Uh, days gone by. There, that was some stage stuff because they had zombies hanging from the ceiling. That's at, pretty fucking cool. At the actual cool. stage, so that was cool. Days uh, gone by. That's the one that you had me check out, right? You would like that game. So I checked it out. It looked pretty sweet. I think I might have to for PS4 this coming year. I think Madden 18 and Days Gone By are gonna be my games. Because I think Days Gone. It's Days Gone By the way. Wow. I, I keep gone. saying I keep saying Days Gone By, but it's just Days Gone. Um, I think that's an exclusive. I don't think mm-hmm. that's going to be on PC. Mm-hmm. And it looks really good. It looks really good. It's got the swarming zombies, like giant crowds of zombies. Yeah. But you can use them as tools to take out your enemies. You definitely can. Like, they don't... They just... They don't give a fuck. They as long are, as they don't see you, they don't give a shit. Uh, There's a lot of sneaking in this demo that they played, which yeah. is pretty cool. And um, motorcycles. People at the crowd... I didn't care about this, but a lot of people at the crowd got really excited for Monster Hunter World. <sighs> um, like I said, I didn't care. The one that I was excited about that I didn't see coming was Shadow of the Colossus Remaster, which is a game that... Um, didn't that hit PS4? No. No, it was a PS3. no, no, There's, no. There has been an HD remaster for PS3 already. This is a PS2 game. It's already been remastered once, but it was basically just up They didn't change anything. But it's basically the prequel to... No, they, there's no direct line between these games. It's Ico, Shadow of the Colossus, and Last Guardian. Okay. They have a very similar style. But they aren't really... But they're not in line? They're not really connected, no. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, so this is not just an up-res. This is, like, brand-new graphics. Huh. And it looked amazing. Sweet. Um, I might play that trailer for just for you later. Um, they also showed this the first time we saw Skyrim VR. Um, everyone laughed at the next one. Final Fantasy 15 VR fishing game. What? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? It's, like, all the bros from uh, Final Fantasy, like, fishing. Um, like, people were just laughing at that one. It was pretty pretty funny. What the fuck? Um, God of War. They showed some more of that. That looks really good. I will definitely. That's that. a new one where like the kid and yeah, he's kind of teaching his kid how to be a, a vicious me. warrior, and um, it looks good because we've kind of gotten tired of angry Kratos. Like he's killed gods. I love angry Kratos. By three, like, I really relate with him. The, the problem was he peaked in two. And in three, it was just like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, you're angry, we get it. But like, I'm always angry, so I. But I by the get time it. it got to three, he was just a dick. Like you didn't. Care. But like, I'm a dick. And it got old. Trust me. All right. So well, what's cool we'll about see this? What happens at PAX. This Kratos is like old and burned out. Like he's an old man at this point. Like he's still strong, but he's an old man, and he's like trying to teach his kids stuff. So you kind of see more, like more tender, vulnerable side of Kratos. I relate to that. While he's ripping up. He's still vicious. Like, he's still ripping things in half. And so do you play as Kratos in this one, or do you play as both. his son? Both. Ah, oh, fuck me. Um, and he's, like, nimble and he's got a bow and arrow. Um, totally different character. Uh, Kratos has, like, this axe that's sort of like uh, Thor, where you can, like, throw it and call it back. That's pretty cool. So that's pretty sweet. Um, they showed another weapon, too, that was sort of like a spinning shield. That, like, hmm. kind of like a grinder. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, the graphics look amazing. So that that's something I'm looking forward to. Um... A game that hit with a wet splat that, like, nobody just... There was nothing. Nobody gave a shit? Knack 2. I don't think I even played Knack 1. 
I have a copy of it somewhere. It's like this weird robot particle game. It was supposed to be like a Titanfall, right? No. Not at all. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of something else. So that was like the... There was like just a non-reaction to that. From like our, no, everyone was just like... <gasps> oh. No, no, everyone was just like... Like they were, they didn't want to boo it, but like there was kind of that feeling like... like silence. Uh, yeah. Did they at least put that in the middle or the beginning? It's the beginning. Okay, good. So they, let's let's just skip some of the other ones. Uh, Gran Turismo Sport looks amazing. Just hmm. ridiculous. Like, like, Forza looks like a good game, but Gran Turismo is just like the settings, the cars. I really like the Gran Turismo that I played in just VR visually, Just visually, Gran Turismo Sport looks just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but the last one that they showed was Spider-Man from Insomniac. That looks good. That looks really good. You're swinging webs. You're, ju- you're swinging. So I might have to borrow that one from you when you buy it. it like there, ha- there's been many Spider-Man games from Activision that have all been crap. Um, I think the yeah. last good PlayStation Two Spider-Man it was PlayStation Two, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. But this looks like back to those glory days. Like you're swinging Sweet. buildings. You're doing combat that's actually involving webbing, not just punching people. That's cool. It's not like a Batman. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a, a Batman game. No, you're nimble. You're yeah. like. You're fast, you're agile, you're dodging, you're weaving, and you're using your ability. But yeah, we're running long, so let's go ahead and go to Nintendo. I don't give a shit how long we're running, so. Alright. Nintendo, here we go. And... So they showed a new Yoshi game. Um, I showed a new Kirby game, first of all, which looked like pretty much any other Kirby game. Um, One thing that was different was you had, like, other little Kirbys following you. So it's like you could... You know when you eat, like, something, you gain their powers... Yeah. It seemed like this time you could not only gain their powers, but, like, stack some behind you in reserve or something. So it was kind of like, in the original, like, I think it was, was it GameCube or 64 Yoshi Land or Yoshi World? You would, like, eat a Yoshi or eat a, sh- no, you'd eat a Shy Guy, you'd get a shell that color, uh-huh. and it would give you that ability or give you something special. Kind of like that. There's things falling around. Okay. And then they showed one obstacle where there was, like, all four of the things like punching up a stone. So I'm not yeah, sure right. how it works. It looked pretty. That's a Yoshi game? That's the Kirby game. Oh, the Kirby Yoshi game. game um, huh. Um, how to describe this? So imagine like you did like a diorama in fifth grade with like cardboard and like you colored like a scenery thing. Like like you took a tissue box and like cut the front out and made a little scene. Now I got kicked out of school in fourth grade, so I don't know what you're talking about. It looks hand drawn, kind of like Little Big Planet, where okay, you're so like you're able to jump, like theoretically backward and forward in the yeah, world. I was getting to that because I talked about it. You you can go to the backside of you can see like the part. There's the front you're supposed to see, like you know where it's yeah. all colored and, and there's the water running behind it, and then there's another landmass behind it you can jump to. Right, and so you can choose how you go through the level. Either go. That's cool. Um, it looked cool, and I think it might be two-player, because they were showing a green Yoshi and a red Yoshi. Huh. Um, which, if so, I'll probably get a certain play with my son. They showed a bit about the Breath of the Wild DLC. Um, did they give a release date, or what were we talking about? I think they did, actually. Breath of the Wild, here we go. Um, I think, that, yeah, June 30th was the first pack. And then the next one comes out in winter. So what happens in the first pack? Did they tell you? Um, they did. There's Trial of the Sword, Hero's Path mode, and the Hard mode. So I gotta buy this before June 30th, because that gives us the ability to see where the fuck I've been. I don't think you have to buy it before then. Well, I mean, around then. Yeah. Um, 
I did also hear that they're going to be releasing uh, the Guardian Amiibos for Breath of the Wild. You mean making more of them? No, no. Like, releasing the actual Guardians. So, the Zora Guardian. Oh, oh those Guardians. I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking uh, robot things. No, no, no. Aren't those called Guardians? Yeah, those are called Guardians, yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, they, they, they are. I've seen them. So, we got to buy those. Well, you do. You're the collector. Well, fuck you. If you see me, got to buy them. Because I haven't been able to find it yet, so... Alright, um, I'll try to keep it out. Okay. The announcement that got me excited was Metroid Prime 4. And okay, so explain this to me, because I have never been able to get into this goddamn game. Like, I have had... I had Metroid on GameCube. Okay. Um, I think they had it on Game Boy at one point. Like, Game Boy or Game Boy okay, Color. Okay, so there's different... No, that's a different kind of Metroid game. That's more like a running platformer. Mm-hmm. Metroid Prime is a first-person shooter, basically. But that's Which, what the GameCube version was, right? Yes, that's I, the Prime. I'm not going to play it. Okay. But for those of us who loved it, this is exciting news. Like, every single fucking person I know is, like, jumping up and down and shitting their pants because of it. So they didn't announce this during the showcase. They announced it later in the Treehouse. What? Really? There's two Metroid games. There's... The Prime that we yeah. were talking about. And then there's the Game Boy version one. Yeah. Where you're side-scrolling. Yeah. But this is a remastered... Or not remastered. It's a reimagining of one of the earlier Game Boy Advance ones, I think. But it's made into a Prime version? No. It's good. There's going to be a 3DS game and there's going to be a Switch game. There's two completely different games. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, so they're releasing two Metroid games in the same calendar year. Uh, no, they have not at all said when Metroid Prime Four is coming out. Okay. So they, yeah, they said it's developed. They didn't show a single image. They just said it was literally just the logo and the music. But that's enough to get nerds like me excited. So basically, what you're saying is, I'll let you play it and beat it, and I can borrow it. Like, I'm not expecting Metroid Prime Four until like 2019. That's the actual 2019. I I'm mean. Not. That's like two years out. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good window. Um, That's a fair window. I don't know if it's this year or next year, but the 3DS one will be pretty soon. And you won't won't care about that. No, I won't give a shit about that. But I'm happy for that one, too. Um, I think that's more or less it for what we care about. What the fuck is Pokemon Switch? They just announced they're making a Pokemon game for Switch. They didn't say much. So it's not not the Pokemon tournament. No, no, it's an actual RPG. It's the kind that you would care about. I'm screwed. But there's not... It, okay. it, that looks far out as well. All right, sweet. And then um, they, they finished out with showing a lot of Mario um, Odyssey, which is not the Rabbits game. It's the actual Mario game. And then this one, you have this magical hat, which you can swing and... That's not the one where he goes in between the real world and the Mario world. No, no. So what the fuck is that goddamn game? You need to watch the trailer that. Okay, so it is like set in like Human City. It's part of it. But it's an odyssey, so he goes to different lands, and he's got this magic hat, and you can possess things. Oh like that. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> you need to watch a trailer of Mario. Oh odyssey. my God! You've never really been into Mario, though. You hate video games. No, no, I love Super Nintendo and NES Mario. I fucking love them. So you didn't like Mario sixty four? It was okay. This is definitely along the veins of no, Mario sixty four. No, no. Surprisingly, those are the platformers I love. Is like Nintendo, Super NES, or Super Nintendo and NES Mario. So then, back to Metroid. You might actually like the 3DS Metroid better than Prime. Weird. 
Yeah, it's weird. Strange. On that awkward note, I think we should wrap it up because we're going long now. All right, sounds good. Well, we actually have a long episode this week. Yeah, it's going to be shorter you last time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast, youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. Don't look at me like I know. YouTube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. You guys can always check us out at thebuttonsmashers.com. Thebuttonsmashers.com. If you want more in depth E3 coverage than our drunken ramblings. Okay, so hold on. Let's just cover that really quick. I, I'm i super proud of our website and like their E3 coverage. I would have to say this E3 is probably the most covered E3 we've had in the past like five years I've been with the site. Right, so exactly. If you'd like more in-depth coverage than our drunken ramblings, go check out the buttonsmashers.com. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Or, if you don't want to, um, and you just want to like get the podcast you're to listen to, check out plugandplaygamer.com. Until next week, don't forget to prime and shine.